Hi, you're listening to All Law, an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to combine the knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients. This podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we will be discussing notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implication of the law as it evolves in India. This podcast focuses on export duty on iron ore and steel intermediaries and industry perspective. The government has, with effect from 19 November 2022, rolled back export duty on iron ore pellets and steel products including big iron, flat roll products of carbon steel and stainless steel, bars, rods and non-alloy steel wide notification 58 of 2022 customs dated 18th November 2022. Export duty on iron ores with a grade higher than 58% has been reduced from 50% to 30% while the lower grade INOs no longer attract export duty restoring back the exemption granted up to 21st May 2022 the duty on export of iron ore pellets and select steel products was imposed with effect from 22nd May 2022 and parallelly the duty on export of iron ores and concentrates were increased with the objective of checking on the rising steel prices in the indian market addressing shortages and curbing inflation the move to roll back the export duty within a period of 6 months is taken considering the stability in domestic prices of the steel products and taking all stakeholders concerns into account in view of the fact that the inventory of steel products has risen drastically and india became the net importer of steel in october 2022 due to curtailed exports levy of export duty export duty is levied on goods exported from india in terms of section 12 subsection 1 of the customs act 1962 at the rates specified under the second schedule to the customs tariff act 1975 the rate of export duty can be increased in terms of section 8 subsection 1 of the customs tariff act by way of issuance of notifications for carrying out any amendment in the existing entries in the second schedule similarly notifications can be issued in terms of section 25 subsection 1 of the customs act for granting exemption from payment of export duty as provided under the second schedule previously notifications number 28 of 2022 customs and 29 of 2022 customs both dated 21st may 2022 were issued for imposition of export duty on the subject goods by way of amending the second schedule and notification number 27 of 2011 customs dated 1st march 2011 respectively now in order to roll back the export duty Notification number 58 of 2022 customs dated 18th November 2022 has been issued. While the industry is rejoicing over the government's decision to roll back hefty duty on export of steel and its inputs, 
some of the issues that may have arisen during the short duration of these 6 months are worth pondering. Valuation of export goods. When the export duty was introduced back in May 2022, many exporters were taken by surprise and were finding it difficult to shell out duty ranging from 15% to 50% on export goods. Therefore, to honor the export commitments they negotiated with their customers for claiming partial or total reimbursement of export duty. A question therefore arose as to whether export duty was to be calculated by including the amount recovered from the customers towards payment of such duty. Circular number 18 of 2008 dated 10 November 2008 clarified that for the period up to 31st December 2008 export duty was calculated by taking the free onboard price declared by the exporter as the come duty price and working backwards from the free onboard price therefore if exporter received inr 100 and goods were subjected to export duty at 10% the exporter was required to discharge inr 9.09 that is 100 into 10 upon 110 however with effect from 1st january 2019 The duty is to be calculated on transaction value under section 14 of the Customs Act. Resultantly, in the above example, the exporter would be liable to discharge export duty of INR 10, which is 100 into 10%. As per section 14, subsection 1 of the Customs Act, export duty is payable on the transaction value, that is, price actually paid or payable for the goods when sold for export. from india for delivery at the time or place of exportation and the liability for discharging such duty is cast upon the exporter in terms of section 51 subsection 1 at this juncture it is pertinent to examine if the duty is payable on the amounts collected as export duty by express indication of such amount in the invoice and shipping bills over and above the consideration for goods sold it may be pertinent to note that the tribunals have decided the matters in favor of the revenue by holding that the law does not allow abatement of duty element from the free onboard price in determining the transaction value for the purpose of assessment of export duty the issue is pending before the supreme court for final disposal in the case of sesa goa limited It is to be seen if the outcome of this judgment will have any bearing on the exporters who have claimed reimbursement of export duty from their customers over and above the FOB price. Determination of FE content. The duty on export of INOs depends upon its grade. and hence the method of determination of iin fe content in the ore is crucial the board in its circular number 4 of 2012 customs dated 17 february 2012 noted the observations made by the apex court in the matter of union of india versus gangadhar narsingdas agarwal to clarify that for the purpose of charging of export duty the assessment of iin ore for determination of fake content shall be made on wet metric ton basis and not on the basis of dry metric ton
DMT. Though the issue in respect of determination of fake intent was settled by the Apex Court, divergent practices for calculation of fake intent and charging export duty are still being followed by customs formation. The exporters also face challenges in determination of exact fake intent as there is a considerable lapse of time between drawing of samples by the customs department and its test report and the loss of moisture throws a distorted picture of the fake content in the ores. Denial of export benefits Some of the export-related benefits such as remission of duties and taxes on export products, RODTEP scheme or refund of unutilized input tax credit ITC are restricted for goods that are subject to export duty. Para 4.55 of the Foreign Trade Policy categorizes export transactions slash exporters in respect of which rebate under ROD TEP scheme is not available and Clause 3 bars rebate for export products that are subject to export duty. The second proviso to Section 54, Subsection 3 of the Central Goods and Services Tax Act 2017 restricts refund on unutilized ITC in cases where the goods exported out of India are subject to export duty. On this aspect, the Odisha High Court in National Ventures Private Limited versus Union of India has relied upon the clarification from the board by its circular number 160-61-2021 GST dated 20 September 2021 to hold that exported goods levied to nil rate of duty cannot be considered to be subjected to any export duty and refund of accumulated ITC would be admissible. These restrictions not only add to the cost of goods sold in the hands of the exporters but also end up in a scenario where the domestic taxes and levies end up getting exported which is contrary to the well-settled principle in foreign trade. Notification number 59 of 2022 Customs dated 18th November 2022 has been issued for withdrawal of exemption from payment of basic customs duty on import of anthracite and pulverized coal injection, PCI coal, coke and semi-coke and ferronickel while notification 59 of 2022 Customs dated 18th November 2022 is issued for the withdrawal of agricultural infrastructure and development set exemption on the import of anthracite, PCI coal and coking coal. A section of the industry is disappointed on the decision to restore duty on import of raw materials used for manufacture of articles of steel ranging from 2.5% to 5%. The industry is of the view that there has been an uptrend in the international prices of these raw materials and hence imposition of non-creditable import duty on these products may ultimately result in increased manufacturing costs. Parting remarks While the government has taken a conscious call for imposition of export duty on iron ore and some of the steel intermediaries, the consequence of such levi may have a far-reaching impact on the trade, industry, 
and the economy as a whole. Increase in the cost of critical inputs such as steel due to inefficient tax structure may not only increase the expenditure on the government's infrastructural projects but also adversely impact private investments even after the rollback of export duty. The exporters of the products that have been subjected to export duty are advised to make representations to the government so as to avoid any unintended adverse implications arising from such levy. Thank you for taking the time to listening to this series. We would love to hear your feedback, comments and questions about the episode. You can write to us at podcast at the rate lakshmishree.com to know more. You can even suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about. Do check out our website www.lakshmishree.com which has been linked in the episode description below to keep abreast with relevant legal updates. We hope you'll be joining us next week.